Hello and welcome to Family Renewal. I'm Israel Wayne, your host. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as we take a look at faith, family, and culture, all through the lenses of a biblical worldview. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Family Renewal Podcast. I'm Israel Wayne. Hi, and I'm Brooke Wayne. Wanted to talk with you about the topic of history today. This is a topic we've had requested from some of our podcast listeners. They've wanted our input on the topic of how to teach history and how to understand history. So our view of history is that there isn't Christian history and secular history. This is a a false dichotomy I think is embraced by a lot of Christians. I think they feel like, well, there's church history, and that's sacred, and then there's the rest of history, which is secular. Our view of history is that all history is God's story, and this is kind of an old cliche, but all history is his story. It's him working throughout time and with people to accomplish his purposes. And his purposes have been outlined from the beginning of creation. And he has a flow of history. It's moving somewhere. It's ultimately moving towards the culmination of his kingdom and his rule and reign uh, as the sovereign uh, God of the universe. And so all of this is ultimately the story of God. And I think this comes down to what is the main purpose of history and what it should be our focus in studying and teaching history. Is it ultimately the history of mankind, which is how it's often portrayed, Mm -hmm. and sometimes even within the Christian curricula, or is it the story of God? And and just that mindset that we go into with teaching history is so important. Are we teaching the story of man, or are we teaching the story of God? And our view is that it's the story of God. So what we want to do is we want to find out not only what has man done, but more importantly, what is has God done and what is God doing? And, you know, we were talking with Kevin Swanson a while back about the issue of history, and he was saying it's so interesting how in history, most of the history books focus on war. Yes. There was this terrible tyrant, and he grew up and started persecuting people and doing terrible things, and then these other people revolted, and they fought against him, and then they put him down, and then they had a time of peace, and then another tyrant rose up, and you know, and he oppressed the people, and he stole from them, and he taxed them, and he worked, overworked them, and then this movement came, and they were attacked by another country who conquered them, and there's just this focus on, on war. And as we've, when he said that, we started looking through the textbooks, and we found it to be really true. Yes. This war, that war, this war, that war, through all the way through history, the story of basically monarchs and tyrants doing bad things. And and uh, and people killing each other, and we thought, is that really history? Is that really what history is about? The history of bad people doing one, bad yeah. things, and one people group killing off another people group. Is that really the history uh, that we should emphasize to our children? Well, certainly in one sense, yes, um, that's a part of history. But I think that when we focus on it that narrowly, we really miss the big picture. We miss the intent. We miss the purpose. And that is that this is really all about the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I think in every era, we need to go back and say, what was God doing at this time? Okay, here's some bad people, and they did some bad things. So we need to study those things. Here's here's what the bad people did. But what was God doing? And you will find that there are t- 
times in, in every era of history where God was at work. He's always at work. Um, Jesus said that, my father is always working, even to this day, and I myself am working. So there's never been a time when God has not been at work. And we right. need to find out what was God doing and what were his people doing. And so that's one reason why we try to emphasize um, the the work of the, the missionaries, the work of the church, the work of Christians throughout time, um, and even in what some people would tend to think of as secular history, you still see providence. You still see God at work. Right. Uh, you know, the story of the defeat of the Spanish Armada or uh, some of the stories of George Washington and how he was providentially aided at certain times when there's just no other explanation for it. Um, you, you even see the hand of providence in shaping and moving to the development of nations and it's just a lot, to, a lot to consider. But I think as a template, we want to encourage parents to think about that aspect. Right, have you been teaching your children just about the story of man, or are you teaching your children about the story of God? One question I'd like to throw at you, Brooke, is just resources. When you teach history, people ask us this all the time. How do you teach history? Do you use textbooks? Do you use living books? What do you uh, tend to prefer? Well, I have you know, a mother who focused a lot on maybe sort of the unit study approach. She just would pull off books off the library shelves or books she got somewhere. And, of course, this was 30-plus years ago, so things have changed. I have come to really, really love having a curriculum because there are days I wake up and my brain's not working and I'm not really in the mood for a great conversation, you know, to bring out some really wonderful aspects of history and talk about character and repentance and all that. So I've really come to love a couple things this year. This year in particular, we're using some books from Master Books by Angela O'Dell. One of them is America's Story. We're using the second one. And then for my middle schoolers, I'm using Angela O'Dell's World Story. And the first one's the only one I have so far. So we're using that one, which is Ancient History. But then as a family, I'm using a book called Taking the World for Jesus that is written by Kevin Swanson. And it... I wanted to help us focus again on what Israel was just talking about, of what is God doing throughout history? What is what are his purposes? How has he used people, people groups, Christians throughout history to uh, influence the world and change the world? And a little less focus on battles and wars, which naturally are part of how we know about history, just because those who conquered tended to glorify it and write about it. Yeah, I've been really impressed with Linda Hobar's Mystery of History as well, the worldview yes. that's presented there, a very strong Christian worldview. There are some very popular uh, ancient history programs out there that um, you know talk about the story of the world and try to tell talk about ancient history, but the authors of those programs don't believe that the first chapter, 11 chapters of Genesis were real history. And they uh, believe that they're myth and fable. You know, even though some of these authors would call themselves Christians, um, if you don't believe that the Bible is actual history, I'm not going to buy your curriculum. I think it's really important for us to not separate in our children's minds, here's secular history, which is reliable and trustworthy, and then here's biblical history, which teaches us some good moral lessons. I think that's really dangerous. Um, one thing we like is this uh, product that Masterbook sells called the Adams Chart. Right. 
and it's a big fold-out chart. It's 23 foot long, I believe. They have a wall chart version and then a book version. We have to have the wall chart, or sorry, the book version. We don't have enough wall space for 23 feet. Um, but it gives you a timeline that was um, it was developed, I think, in the late 1800s, if I'm remembering Somewhere right. Somewhere around that, yes. I, and maybe even 19, early 1900s, just because I think it has a couple details in there. Yeah, so maybe the, uh, the early 20th century. But it goes from the beginning of time, and it starts with Adam. And it goes all the way through ancient civilization, and it tracks all the things that we know from the biblical narratives. And then what was happening... Uh, in other cultures and other people groups at the same time. So what was happening during the time of Abraham and what was happening during the time of David. And it's a really wonderful resource that we would encourage you to look into. Even includes some things of what was invented at that time. I always think that's fascinating. When when did the printing press come into to play and all that type of thing. Things that have influenced um, just our living standards, our way of life. So that's something else I try to do with our history is bring in a lot of Things that um, reflect the five senses or help my children understand history from the five senses. Again, preparing foods that would have been eaten at the time. When we studied Louis Braille, uh, we we learned that they ate cabbage soup in that era of France. At least the peasants did pretty much every day. So you know what we did? We made cabbage soup and it became a family favorite. And then we would do um, when we learn a song or a hymn that would have been written at that time just to help my children have a sense of Understanding history, parts that will give them understanding just that are different than just sitting and listening to me read or reading a book of themselves. I talk about this a lot more in more detail in my book, Education, Does God Have an Opinion? I encourage you to check that out at our website, familyrenewal.org. And we want you to sign up on our email list so we can keep in touch with you and let you know when we're coming to your area to do an event. It's familyrenewal.org forward slash subscribe, forward slash subscribe, and we want to make sure that you also subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so, so that you'll get updates whenever we do a new episode, you'll be alerted and you can listen in. We thank you so much. We appreciate your support of our ministry. We hope you'll join us on Facebook. We have a couple pages. Um, We have facebook.com forward slash familyrenewal and also forward slash Israel Wayne author. I am on Twitter, at Israel Wayne, and uh, we hope that you will continue to uh, read and listen to the materials that we have because we think they'll be of benefit to you. If you haven't done so, one more thing comes to my mind is uh, go to our website, to our blog page, which is familyrenewal.org forward slash blog. I don't think I've mentioned that before on the podcast, but we do have a blog and we write articles on there and they're all free. So please uh, check that out. Till next time, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. For more information on Family Renewal, the writing and speaking ministry of Brooke and Israel Wayne, please visit familyrenewal.org.